0: One time for the underdog wow. time for the underdog Let me see you put them up. Reach the sky, touch the stars Up with for the underdog One time for the underdog I'm Patrick Bede host of ITM And today we're going to talk about who in your environment Place you work at As a leader Who deserves your time and who doesn't Point number one No matter who you are You fall under one of these three different categories You're either coming up as a new person, you could be a new real estate agent, new insurance guy, new digital marketer, new doctor, new dentist, new liquor store, new deli. But it's new in your community. No one knows you. You're coming up. Number two is your name in a marketplace. People know you. If they see your face and name, that's a local real estate agent. That's a local dentist. That's a local doctor. That's a local liquor store. That's a deli store down the street. But you're a name. You're not the pace setter yet. You're a name. And then there's the front runner. Front runner is your number one. In your community, in your state, in your country, but you are number one. Everybody follows your pace. Whatever you do, they follow your pace. You're the lead dog in your industry, in your community, in your city, right? Having said that, a lot of times a person coming up wants the kind of respect of a front runner, but you haven't earned it yet. So you'll hear things of people saying, well, I'm busy. I'm really busy, you'll hear this word, I'm really busy, I'm really busy. The word busy has three different categories in it. The first kind of busy is the facade busy. What's facade busy? You're a real estate agent. No one is talking to you. You don't have any clients. But no client wants to do business with a real estate agent that has a lot of time on their hands. So you have to say what? Well, I'm busy. You're bluffing the world. I'm busy. I've got so many clients. I've got so many appointments. Let me see if I can put you in at two o'clock. That doesn't work for me. I can do three o'clock. Oh, you know what I just had a cancellation three o'clock so people play this fake busy uh, tactic that they play which is fine if you're a newcomer coming up but you can only do that for so long eventually the goal is to actually become busy when you are busy versus a facade busy everybody feels the difference they notice the difference forget about the language and what you say people feel that you are really busy then third one is you're extremely busy what does this mean You used to do an hour and a half appointment, now you're doing 30 minutes. Now you're constantly doing this, you're constantly doing this, you're constantly doing this. Used to be on a phone call that would be 45 minutes Now you're asking if we can make it 20 minutes Used to normally do an hour appointment Now you're doing 10 minute appointments Used to normally write a very, very long email Now it's a simpler email Because you are now officially extremely busy Used to have one assistant Now you have three assistants Now you have an executive system. Maybe you're hiring a chief of staff Depending on what level you're at So those are two things to keep in mind Coming up, name the marketplace, front runner Facade busy, busy, extremely busy Depending on those two you can't be a facade busy wanting to get paid of an extremely busy person. You can't be a coming up wanting to get paid of a front runner because you haven't earned that right in the marketplace yet. And the marketplace dictates what you're worth. So, when you look at this, you today have to take a moment outside of the video and actually decide what you are worth in the marketplace. Not what you think you're worth. It's, like, it's kind of like, I think my house is worth a million. The market says it's $600,000. You can say your house is worth a million, no one's buying it. This is why a lot of homes stay in a marketplace for two years. It's been on a market for 620 days. Why? Because the owner thinks the house is worth a price that the market doesn't want to pay for. So you can say you're worth more, but no one's paying for it. I think I'm worth $400. No one's paying you as an attorney $400 an hour. You need to start off at $200 an hour. Again, go back and figure out what you think you're worth based on market value, not what you would like to be, what you currently are worth. Then every time you do a task, put an hour next to it. This task takes me three hours. I am worth 50. This is going to take me three hours. That's $150. Is it worth my $150? You may sit there and say, yes, because long term, I'm going to make XYZ return on this. No problem. You may sit there and say, no, why do I keep doing this? This is a $10, $15 an hour job. I'm not going to be doing this. Then you adjust to a different place. Then you also have to make a determination of what you're going to do to get to $100 an hour, $200 an hour, $500, $1,000, $50,000 an hour, $100,000 an hour, whatever it is, your marketplace. You dictate that. But eventually when you get here, the market says this is what you're worth. So now, that is, you're looking at your time on what level you're at. Let me give you the middle part. This is association. This is you, Okay? You have three types of people that you need to spend time with. One is people above you who are way ahead of you. Let's just say you're making a million dollar your income. You spend time with somebody making ten million and they're seven years ahead of you where you are with your business. They're investing into you. You need to be around them because they pull you up. And you're, oh my gosh, why do I think so small? I can't believe I only think this big. Why can I be thinking? Look at this guy. Oh, this is so crazy. We have so many other things we can do, right? Or an advisor, a mentor, a board, something like that. They invest. And you then you have relationships that are at the same level as you they give you sanity and they give you peace of mind why because you are not the only person that's struggling with your wife your kids and the business how do I manage all this stuff you are not the only person that's struggling with your best person left you and became your competitor you are not the only person that all of a sudden your board said we're taking money back you're not the only person that's going through it and you're hearing other people at the same level as you how they handled it Then you relax, it's okay, this is normal, I can handle it, and you go on and make your decision. And the last one is investment. This is future, this is giving back, this is community, this is a way of you spending time with people that look up to you. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm spending time with you. I'm like, wow, I'm really important. I really do bring value in people's lives. This is pretty amazing. My life is worthy because other people want my time. All three are necessary, however... The goal is, eventually, for me, today, if you call my phone, there are 15 names, though, no matter what meeting I'm in, unless if my phone is off, or I'm shooting a video, or I'm sitting with an interview, or I'm doing something that my phone's not next to me. Anything else, there are 15 names. They call me, phone is picked up. First ring, is picked up. What's happening? First ring, it's picked up, okay? There are 15 names, not 50 names, not 100 names, not 200 names. My phone has 27,000 numbers in there, but only 15 names I pick up when they call me. Why? Because the goal is to eventually get to a few friends, many acquaintances, few business partners, many associates, few influencers, many creators. Too many people, they're looking at this as a popularity contest. I am not trying to answer the phone to 600 people. I'm not. I'm not trying to become, you know... Best friends with everybody. I hope everybody likes me. You will be miserable. You will not get nothing done. The goal is to realize who is worthy of your time and who's not, right? So few friends, many acquaintances, few business partners, many associates, few influencers, many creators. Not the other way around. So 15 is my rule. You can do 50, you can do 100, you can do 200. I go by the 15 rule. That's what I have. So this leads me to the last thing to be thinking about. You'll get a lot of projects. When you're newer coming up, you can't say, Oh, I'm only going to focus on this project. You can't because you're the assistant, you're the front desk, you're the processor, you're this, you're that. You're doing so many different tasks when you're newer. So a newer person may put 10% of their time into 10 different projects. And then you eventually graduate that a little bit and maybe it's going to be 20% of your time into five different areas because now you have staff, now you have supporting cast, now you have different people helping you out. The goal is to eventually get to a point where you're putting 90% of your time in the project that has the biggest upside that needs your attention, and 10% into Minutia. Let me say this one more time. 90% of your time into one project, okay? 90% of your time into your main core team that has the biggest upside. 90% into your next leader that can run the company, that can replace you in many areas. Your 90% goes there. Your 10% goes to everybody else. When you get to this point, believe it or not, growth is higher. We run an insurance company, been around for 10 years, okay? We have 9,700 agents nationwide. We have 100-plus offices nationwide, right? 49 different states. This year, 2019, we are growing faster than ever before, and my attention is going to fewer things than ever before. What happened? Because I'm putting 90% into the project that has the highest upside, not 2020-2020-2020. Because I can't grow it that way. I have to go fully into the project that gives me the biggest upside. Hence, we're a bigger company today and we're growing at a bigger percentage than ever before because of the 90-10 run. I know a lot of people will say, well, I don't know about this. That's kind of unfair. You know, How about the other person that needs your time on all this? I get it. I get it. But I don't feel guilty about it anymore. I used to at one point. Not anymore today. Because the 90% that goes into that small group wants it more than everybody else and has the biggest return. That's who gets my time. So having said that, you got to process these three for yourself. Where are you at with the level you're currently at? Where do you want to be? Put that goal for yourself and do the math here. Second, who do you associate yourself the most with? How many friends do you have? Do you, are you accessible to all your acquaintances? Are you accessible to all this other stuff? And by the way, the other day I had a, I had a speaker that I hired to speak at one of our events, sales guy. We had a conference called at two o'clock. So I got on the call. It's two o'clock. The lady says, oh, he's running a little bit late. Wait a minute, I paid you, you're running a little bit late? I, I don't understand this part. I said, Nancy, is this really happening? Oh, who's the customer here? You are. Why are we waiting for him? I said, ma'am, I'm sorry, we don't work that way. We have to reschedule this time. Oh, he's about to finish, only five more minutes. Ma'am, we don't have that kind of time. You let him know, the next time we schedule time, I need him to be on time. The next conference call we did, look what happened. Call is set up at two o'clock. Do you know I had my staff get on the call early to see what time he got on the call? Do you know what time he got on the call? He got on the call at 1.50. Do you know what happened in that moment? That influencer realized we value our time, and you better value our time as well, because we respect you. We expect that same thing in return. Too many times people let those small things go here and there. You got to value your time when you're dealing with other people who don't know you yet, right? So again, this is you. Who do you want to value your time with the 15 calls and last but not least projects? Thanks, everybody, for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Value Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star. Write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick MidDavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.